When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. (laughs) Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Mm. Brady Quinn, Jonas Docks with you. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are. Making us a part of your Friday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And we do it all Oh, live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. One more time. One more time. Oh. It's actually getting better. It's getting better. It's interesting. Oh, I, just, I just feel like without the grunt, it's a little lazy. Just feels like you're just throwing like oh like no 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 you it. did it with a lot more emphasis yesterday, more push. You trying to call me? Are you challenging me right now? You trying to yeah, call me out? I mean, I'm just saying you you had a little bit more energy with it last uh, yesterday. You don't think I can duplicate that here on I Friday? Don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll give you one more go of it. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do, do you think people listening have any idea what we're like we're referring to? Uh, I hope like, not. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about maybe where where like your head's leading. I'm saying more like when you hear kind of something be like oh, you know, like 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 when you hear the beat and you kind of like let out a little something. Yours just sounds a little different. Yeah, it does. And especially if you're listening on the podcast where you don't get right. to hear the music, <laughs> then it, there's just no reference at all. You have no... Exactly. <laughs> there's no context to any of it. I mean, it just... LeVar, how should it sound? <laughs> uh. 
Your uh is like your un is uh, nine months later, dog. We, we, we're uh, Uncle Q and Uncle Var, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, so so there's oh, that. It's got to be the best, though. Yeah, one more time. One more time, Joe. Yeah. One more time. One nah, more time. Man, it's just, I, I want to be a professional. I don't like when you guys try and do this to me. Oh! <laughs> Can we have Finley try? <laughs> All right, Finley, you want to give Finley. it a go? Let's see if you can outdo Let's Jonas. <sighs> oh, whoa. If you put those two together, it kind of it kind of works out perfectly. Uh, no, it doesn't. Do Jonas it again, first, then, then, then. <laughs> One more time, hold Finley. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Hold on, Berto, let's set this up. Berto, can you play that riff again from Still? Still Dre? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> can you, are you allowed to play that a little bit? Just so we can hear that with the Finley sound. Yeah. <laughs> like if you if you want if you really want to know what it's like on the streets, if you want hip hop represented, if you want somebody who is fully embedded into that community <laughs> and likes and to showcase his abilities to relate to the audience of people who love hearing them, some Dr. Dre, and love hearing the way we wax poetically about some of the hip-hop that we discuss and play here on this show. There's You're nobody better right to do now. that. We You're definitely are. Yes, we definitely are. And I'm coming yeah. up with every everything I can to try and extend as we get ready for Brian Finley, who's got a throat lozenge. He's ready to go. Uh, he's, I think uh, you should go lock. first, <laughs> and then Finley should go immediately after you. I think that that should be kind of like the, the order. Okay. Can we not play the music underneath it? Uh, we're just we're efforting. You know, a little okay. – uh, yeah, yeah, we got studio. we got top notch equipment here in Brady, so uh, new <laughs> takes a while. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, oh, no. I love how they just move studios. Yeah, the equipment just caught a stray as we do something. <laughs> All right, I got it. Uh, All right, so here, right we here we go. go. So here what's go. the order? It's like you, a line. You go of, first, Jonas, you, and okay. then Finley immediately. Like Finley, before he uh -huh. even finishes, then you go. Okay. How about, can can Lavar? Can you also go as well too? So we can somebody listening can try and well, guess. Maybe we should have Lavar this one. Maybe we should have LeVar start it because that's how it should sound. But yes. then we've got <laughs> and how it, it drastically gets I'm worse. I'm gonna probably stay away from this one. Okay, all right. <laughs> Y'all go ahead and do this Let's one. Hear the song okay. and see if we yes, can get this yes, done. Yes, come on. Here we go. Here we go. This is how you grunt where we come from. <laughs> yeah. In the Tyrac.com studios. Yeah. 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 Come on. Yeah. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'll, that'll just about do it. That'll just about do it here. I mean, that's perfect. Uh, it's not, not perfect. perfect. No, it's absolutely not perfect. The two of them together that's is not, perfect. That, that's perfect. Oh, that's, that man. is not perfect. Good that job, Finley. Like Great job, Joe. That's, that's the widest moment in the history of Fox uh, Sports That is radio. not the widest moment in the history of I know. radio. I know it what might, else it, it is. It might be the most provocative, but yeah. not, not the one. <laughs> Overall, LeVar, if you had to score those two uh, at a scale <laughs> – of one to ten, where, where would we be hitting there? I mean, for the purpose that it would serve in real life, I'll give it a full ten. Yeah. <laughs> a ten in the, hip, in the hip hop ten. A ten in, in, the, in the hip hop world, I got to give it a, a a two, a one. Oh man, <laughs> that's uh, just a regrettable moment here. On oh my air. gosh! Uh, it is the most uh, dominating team of the last ten years is Brian Finley and his cellmate Jared from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> you got to add Jonas Knox like now. 
No, you don't. We got <laughs> Jonas Knox to that. Oh, wow, man. <laughs> hey, hey, Birdo, did you get it in order? Like, did you get that? Did you F8 that with Jonas and Finley together? Like, together? That That is the best. Oh, yeah. Boy, yeah, we I don't need to play boy, that ever again. Boy, I tell you what. <laughs> man. You know, <sighs> we don't need to play that ever again because you don't want to make people sensitive about – Stuff like that coming out, and I'm just wondering. Oh, okay, is the about rep- the hip hop? Well, are the representatives for C.J. Stroud are they sensitive to this story that came out yesterday? According to Kevin Seifert of ESPN, that Houston had quarterback Bryce Young and defensive end Will Anderson ranked ahead of C.J. Stroud, and they actually weren't sure what they were going to do just two hours before the draft. So I don't know, and I, I hate to keep bringing up this point, but I hope you're proud, Brady, because you really put things in flux for the Houston Texans uh, with some of the uh, some of the stuff that came out before the draft. Because apparently, just two hours before, which is what three o'clock Pacific time, five o'clock local time in Houston, they had no idea what they were planning on doing last Thursday in the draft. Uh, according well, to this, this is not going to get any any tread or any any sort of attention in, in the news media, and here's why. Because David Mulugeta, the agent for C.J. Stroud, he, he's already done his deal, right? The, the sweetest revenge, right, is, is success. Yeah. And, and, and C.J. Stroud got drafted number two overall. And that's all he was really doing, which he didn't do jack squat. It was actually his, his athlete. It was C.J. Stroud that did. So the reality is it doesn't really matter um, how the things were constructed. I, I think the point Kevin Seifert was making is just how that number one pick – and really, the end of the season, what was it, the Texans-Colts game? Yeah. Is that, that yep. which ended up flipping it? Um, how much that impacted the way this whole thing went? Because it, it's, it's assumed that Bryce Young would be in Houston had they had the number one overall pick. And instead, when you look at then how Chicago, who was sitting there, with the number one pick, one to move the two, then one to move the nine. After things kind of fell through with those negotiations and wanting to trade back twice, it just ended up being Carolina who then traded up to take their guy in Bryce Young. So, look, hindsight um, is kind of irrelevant at this point because the picks are made. Each team's moving forward in their own way. I think the only thing that um, could come back to bite Houston is, and this is the one thing people are being critical about, is the amount of draft capital that was given up to go get C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson, which seems to be, you know, maybe uh, two people within that organization were both made happy with those two picks, if you guys catch what I'm saying. Yeah. Because clearly, and I could imagine it was D'Amico Ryans, he's looking at Will Anderson going, this is a can't-miss prospect. We can't afford to not get this guy as part of our team. And so they had to trade up from 12 to 3 with Arizona to go get him. Now, most people will say, like, that amount of draft capital you gave up to go get him, you'll never be able to make that up. As I said before, I don't care about draft capital. If Will Anderson ends up being the player you hope he's going to be, none of it matters. But then it came out that Houston kind of was justifying the move by saying, well, we had to lock in on C.J. Stroud at 2 because he's a quarterback, but that's really how we associate the draft capital we gave up to move up to take Will Anderson because we didn't think we could have done it the other way around, which is a bit odd to think that like they could have drafted Will Anderson and traded up you know, with Arizona at three, unless there's other bidders. You know, we don't know what was happening behind the scenes, but 
again, hindsight's twenty twenty. At the end of the day, Houston got a franchise quarterback. They got an edge rusher, and, and that's where they're moving forward. I'm not really sure how this plays into anything. I think a lot of teams probably had Bryce Young as their number one overall quarterback. Carolina was the only team in position to actually take him. I just wonder if it's going to work. You know, it, and Houston, they've had a plethora of talent throughout the years. I mean, you had a stalwart, uh, an anchor, a pillar of the team and of the community on your defensive side of the ball. You know, you had some dope-ass linebackers. In fact, you had some good football players all the way across the defensive front um, for a time in, in Houston. You had defensive backs in Houston. You had a quarterback in Houston, you had a, a franchise receiver in Houston. You've had a franchise running back in Houston. You've had you've had all pro. You've had an all pro, I believe. And I don't want to speak out of term. I won't say this, but I'll say you have had so much talent throughout the years in Houston. And, and while they did, they did win their division. I was a say, few can, times. They can I give you win. some stats to put you put this in perspective of what you're saying, though? Yep. Okay, since 2010, who do you think has more winning seasons? The Houston Texans or the Dallas Cowboys? Houston Texans. The Texans. Easily. Texans. Yeah. Easily. How about, trip, how about trips to the playoffs, then? Texans. Texans. Easily. How about playoff wins? Texans. The Texans. Texans. Yeah. I, so, I don't know that most people would think that. You know, as far as how successful their organization's been, at least in the state of Texas, as compared to Dallas. And they found a way to F it up. Yeah. I I think that's the point I'm getting at. Well, did they F it up or did – well, I mean, you want to say Bill O'Brien did it? I mean, he detonated. Who who do we want to say? Bill O'Brien was the fall guy. Bill O'Brien got the blame. And I'll bet if you look back – if you look back – Who do you want to say? Bill (laughs) O'Brien. Who do you want to say? What do you mean? Who do you want to say? You know, well, they, I mean, there was an incident with some uh, some tables and a towel. Yeah, well, might, I mean they they weren't good. The when that, but when that all came out, they weren't good. I'm saying they were they were pretty. They were still decent before all of that came out. Yeah, but I mean, I think that was like the final QB. nail in the coffin. He he was their franchise QB. You know that that was you know when you <laughs> when you have to move on through a year where he can't even play, he's not gonna play, and then he gets traded away, and now you. That's kind of led them to obviously this this draft year. You know what's funny about the coverage of the Houston Texans? If you were to ask people, and maybe this has changed slightly, but I'll bet if you were to ask people, what were the two moments that were signaling sort of the end, or who was responsible for the end of the Texans' run? They would point to Bill O'Brien, and then they would point to them trading DeAndre Hopkins. And then yeah, maybe we'll, maybe I mean, we'll that's get that. around to Deshaun Watson going to the grab lab 200 times. You know, maybe we'll get around to that. But at some point, nobody ever wants to just call out the fact that it was Deshaun Watson derailing the organization, which is why well, they got rid of – they say they got rid of Deshaun Watson uh, uh, because they wanted to clear up the locker room to be led by Deshaun Watson. I mean, that's what was being reported when they let him go. <sighs> I so, mean, I mean, to me – I just I think the team started to to go off the rails before we got to the Deshaun Watson debacle. And my question would be, 
what has changed within the organization where we should have the confidence in a new coach and and draft picks that seemingly can be franchise guys for you when we've already seen it play out at the highest of high levels in terms of the type of talent that you had. I mean, you did have a, like, call it what you want, whether you're a Bill O'Brien fan or not. I'm not, but it doesn't matter. He was a hell of a coach for the Houston Texans, and they still found a way to F it up. What what says anything different about now? You know what I mean? Like, what would make anything different about now? Because one thing I know I've endured or, or experienced as a player, coaches – aren't going to be able to change a cultural jacked up place. A culturally jacked up place is not going to be fixed by a coach. And for what it's worth, it's not going to be fixed by a player either. So to me, I've looked at the culture of Houston and I asked this, I asked the question, how do I, I mean, how does this change? How is this any different? Does it does it does it change? You don't, is it different? You don't think that D'Amico Ryan's because like look at the Giants for example. When Dayball got there, it's a completely it's different a well-ran vibe. organization though. It's a, that's yeah. a, that's that's not a it good comparison. Has, they were atrocious for years though. They, they were, one were of the worst the, teams the in the team, league for years. But when a team is bad, you can fix a team. When an organization's culture is broken, that's a much different proposition. It's a much different proposition. I played in, in Washington and New York. So I, I got an opportunity to see the inner workings of how the Tish and Mira family run that organization. It is a finely it is as finely ran as in standard of how you run an organization as you'll come by. So you're talking about fixing the product. You're not talking about fixing the culture. In Houston or a place like Washington, you're talking about you have to overhaul an entire an entire culture of an organization, not the product that's on the field, and that's a very that's very different. Well, I, I would I would just go back and say this. I mean, I I don't I don't know that I, I necessarily agree that um, the Houston Texans are an expansion team. I yep. think you look at a lot of expansion teams um, that the NFL has created. I mean, Cleveland, for example, I was drafted there. Um, granted, it's under different ownership now, so I can't speak to that as a player, only from afar. But when I was there, when Randy Lerner had taken over the team from his dad, Al Lerner, from everything I was told, it was a different feel um, because of how his dad run it versus how he was running it. So um, two completely you know, different thoughts on, on how that impacts the rest of the organization. I mean, ownership matters. Uh, and, and you look at Houston, for example, since it, it's really become a, a franchise in the NFL, I think a lot of them have had a harder time competing consistently. I would actually say the Bill O'Brien years were the years that you can make the case they actually they, they did compete. I mean, they were winning the division. They were going to playoffs, even at times despite the quarterback play. Um, and, and when they got Watson – that was the that was kind of that moment where you said, okay, now they've got a coach that's been able to do a lot with less. Now they've got their franchise quarterback. This thing should take off for years to come. And then it fell apart for whatever reason. And, and, and it's hard to touch on exactly why that is. I, I don't necessarily know that um, you know a coach or any one person can change it. I think collectively as a group, 
it's going to take all parties involved. It's going to take D'Amico Ryan. It's going to take C.J. Stroud. It's going to take Will Anderson. You know, you kind of have to build up all these pieces. And I think more than any of that, more than all the people it's going to take, it's going to take time. And, and that's where I'm, I'm curious to see how much time the McNair family will give D'Amico Ryans to, to steer the ship. I mean, they're coming off two one and dunks. <laughs> yeah. They just fired Lovey Smith after one year. They just fired yeah. David Cauley after one year. Yeah. David Cauley, who didn't even have any head coaching experience before. It's like very similar to my comments about Michael Bidwell and Steve Wilkes. It's like, dude, you hired the guy, and he never had coached as a head coach before, and you're going to only give him one year? I mean, it, it, no, no one's going to be able to turn around, you know, something that is broken, which I think Bill O'Brien's last year, they went, what, 4-12? and 12 Yeah. Or, I mean, no one's going to be able to turn that around in one year's time. If, if you can, okay, great, but is that sustainable? Or, or, or how many guys have been able to do it in one year's time and then be able to make that sustainable? It, it's really hard to do. This whole entire league's built to create parity with the draft, with scheduling, everything else that's in, in, encompassed in it. I mean... I just I feel like whatever happens next in Houston, it, it's it it's going to be a, a slower build than maybe some people want to realize. It's going to take time to get the roster where it needs to be, but it's getting there. And you got to give D'Amico Ryan's time. You have to give Nick Casario time to build up the roster the way they'd like to, and, and not just move on after one year. So I, I'm hoping that's the case for the players and coaches, everyone involved, that they can be there for more than a year at this point. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. If you've ever had an awkward job interview in your life, we've got an NFL story for you. That's next. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. A little bit of Nirvana to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. That's how it's done. Are y'all going to drink today? I don't know. Maybe. What time will you start if you decide you're going to? Oh, not until way later on. Way later on. Yeah. Can't. Oh, okay. Got stuff to do. 
What do you want to start at? Five. But you're going to get it after today is what you're saying, Jonas? Uh, I don't I Probably not. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably About 530. not. 5.30. Just depends. Yeah. The wife's a little under the weather. So. Is Berto going to get after it? Yeah, Berto, come on. What time you start, Berto? No. Come on, Berto. Apparently it's not starting. No. You know who's you know going to get after it? Lee and Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And Todd. I would love to hear Lee and Todd do the uh challenge. Mm. That what, would be interesting. The, do the what? The challenge? I don't want to hear uh, that. No, I'm good on that oh, one. Oh, no, no, no. Together? No, yeah. Never again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I think we're going to no. – we might make it to Margaritaville today for some uh, – Oh. Some Margies. By the way, you talk. Oh, that about, makes sense. You talk Margies. about, you talk about Margies. <laughs> <laughs> no, my man. Margies. Oh. <laughs> Some Margies. <laughs> uh, I've, I've heard Margs. I've never heard Margies before. Never heard Margies. No, I never heard Margies before. By the way, you talk about whitewash. Uh, Margarita Bill feels like that's some. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that they celebrate Cinco de Mayo there. You know, we wouldn't even be doing it for Cinco de Mayo. We would just be doing it for, you know, Todd and Lee. Yeah. But you could do, I mean, uh, you know, you've got, isn't there Star Wars stuff at, at Universal Studios? Well, Guardians of the Galaxy opens today, so it's kind of like Star Wars. We got our Star Wars on yesterday. And then uh, another galactic adventure today. Galactic. They're making an, another galactic adventure. Okay. <laughs> All right, listen. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh. Like, it's Todd. I'm not going to question Todd. I'm not going to question him never again. Uh, when is Todd going to start drinking, or is he already started? Oh, I mean, it's happening as we speak. He yeah. just got off Just got off uh, from the bar at the good night. Yeah, he's, uh, I'm sure he's still going. That's at the bar at good night. Todd singing Vicente Fernandez is, uh, before he goes home, uh, rifling a beer on his That's the move. Uh, so it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. So we are going to have another edition of Over-Unders coming up here 15 minutes from now. A, an interesting glimpse into the future and some of the weekend plans potentially of some of the members of this show. So we'll have that for you here. But uh, this is a story out of the NFL involving a top 10 draft pick. Uh, that would be Peter Skaronsky. Uh, of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, He had an interesting conversation with Dan Pompey of The Athletic in which he said that Falcons head coach Arthur Smith was unimpressed with his answers at the Combine. In fact, he said uh, he was telling Peter Skaronsky, your answers are boring me, and he seemed to be staring at his computer the entire time. So apparently that was a little bit of a signal that maybe Arthur Smith and the Atlanta Falcons would not be a destination or would not be a team that would draft Peter Skaronsky. Thus, he ends up falling uh, later, and I I spoke incorrectly after uh, the top 10. He ends up going number 11 overall to the Tennessee Titans. But nonetheless, he finds a home, but definitely not the Atlanta Falcons. And another story coming out of these combine interviews in which a team does something that on the outside seems to be a little bit odd during an interview process, and Skaronsky took note of it, apparently. So there's that. I mean, here's the deal. All these prospects are so well prepared for the interview portion. When you talk to scouts or coaches, um, you know, head coaches, general managers, there, there's, I mean, any question they give these young men, they've been prepared to answer. They really have for the most part. It's more shocking when you actually get anything uh, in an interview nowadays because they're so well trained and prepared for this. I mean, they are people who, when it comes time for the, for the NFL Combine, they have coaches who go out for about six weeks. They're paid extremely well 
to coach up all these prospects. Like that is a legitimate career option for people in this in, in that you know time of the year and in that world. And and so what you're seeing, how coaches and you know front office um, you know folks in the scouting department, how they're trying to react to that is they're just trying to do something to get the player off their game. You know, they're trying to do something that either, you know, brings their guard down or throws them a curveball. They kind of get out of their canned response that they've prepared in all these different scenarios. And and so I think anyone who's played for Arthur or knows Arthur knows he's a good dude. And he's just probably trying to get Peter Skaronsky to react and try to get out of his comfort zone to see if he could get him to show some true colors. So... I wouldn't read too much into this. Um, I, I think you know we've 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 heard through the years the crap that coaches and, and scouts and so forth will ask, and some of it sounds awful. But again, it, I, these most of the coaches and people there, and I, I can't speak for everyone, but a lot of the coaches and people I'd always been around through the various teams I played for, they're good guys, they're good people. They're just trying to throw these kids a curveball. You know, they're they're trying to see what what they're really about, see if they can get them to react, see if they can try to, you know, force a little bit of adversity in some way, even in an interview, just to see how they react to some of it if they're they're kind of poked and prodded to get a sense for who these guys are. So, it creates headlines and and you know, people may be upset about it, but I just I know that's what's happening behind the scenes for a lot of these teams and, and people trying to figure out stuff with these prospects. You mean to tell me that if Skaronsky didn't answer those questions or put on a better show, they wouldn't have taken him over Bijan Robinson? Yeah, no. I mean okay. Bijan was a top five overall yeah. prospect. So Okay. That's what it felt like. I don't know that I have much to add to it. I mean I I think guys can truly be a holes sometimes. I, I will say that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe what you're saying, Q, is right. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was being a, an a-hole. I, I don't know. I don't know him, so I don't. I don't really have too too strong of an opinion on it. But I'd say it's interesting that he'd do it to a Northwestern player, you know. And it, it's it's kind of like, all right, well, what are, what are you trying to prompt him into doing, or what are you trying to 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 get out of him? I mean, he's kind of he's probably going to be one of the sharpest dudes that that gets interviewed he's he's probably going to be pretty solid and it would probably be a a safe assumption just knowing what what institution that he was coming from and the position grouping that he was connected to so unless there was some type of reports that came out on him i think i know what it was go ahead it's just that he's trying to pull out that Pollock personality you know That's what he was trying to do. Yeah. He was trying to see if, if the ski, get the ski out of Skaronsky. Uh, find you know? that inner meat wagon. That's right. Mm. Yeah. That's right. I find that inner ski. Wagon. Find that Pollock personality, you know? Mm. See if you get him revved up. See if you get that mean streak that you I see mean, on film. See if you get that the Hulk to emerge, if you will. <laughs> that ski if, to come out. If he would have pushed some pierogies in front of him while he was having that, that conversation with him, <laughs> I, might, I might get it. I get Didn't it. Didn't we say I, that's, it it's, it's, that's a check? Isn't that is, a check? Is, uh, is it? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, Lee, it's not we, Polish. Can we look into that? I believe uh, pierogies are uh, we, we keep, some we, sausage. We keep, maybe put some I, sausage in the Lumping them in together. I know they're the general, you know, yeah, the proximity s- of one another. Steelers, but, I mean, they the are. Steelers polka song is uh, that's Czech. Pol- that's, Italian. that's Italian. That's <laughs> Italian. It's Italian. Yeah, that's Italian. Not you know, quite they sure. Took that. I've never heard it at a Buca de Beppo. I'll be honest with you. I've never heard Steelers polka at a Buca de Beppo. I just feel like the but... Italians And you took will that not polka. find a bigger Buca de Beppo fan than one Jonas Knox. That's all I got. The, the Dude, other Italian that's all I got. The other Italian restaurants nearby all suck. So Buca de Beppo is the only thing that's halfway decent. 
I don't have to tell you, man. Do my best. Lee, we got an answer on that. I'm uh, seeing Polish. Progies okay. are Polish. All right. So they are Polish. See, LeVar knows his stuff. He knows. Yeah. I mean, I get some things right. I get some things yeah. wrong. I mean, I, I'm a Pittsburgh kid. You know, I'm, I messed up the Steeler polka. What up, Berg? So I always heard Italians. Have, are you saying Arthur Smith should have brought some pierogies? Yes. Put them in front of them? If he when, wanted when, to, yes. And then when Ski went to go grab one, just pulled away from him. I just be like, or, no. or give him give him a counterfeit pierogies and see oh. how Polish he really is. Okay. Wow. Test out his if he's test okay. Out, test out his ski. By the way, yeah. what is it? What's in a pierogi? Um, it depends. It's stuffed with like, like a potato, yeah. ground cheese. meat, cheese. Yeah. You could do it with fruit. It could be onions. Some, it could, oh, so it could go all kinds of different there, directions. Right? Oh, so it. it is just a dumpling. Yeah, yeah. basically. Uh yeah, it's like I, yeah, it's like a dumpling. Yeah, yeah, dumplings are yeah. good, man. It depends. I don't know it that depends I call on like a dumpling though. It's more, it's more, it's more breaded. No, like an empanada. It it's like uh, it's it's not no. that far. It's not that far into it. It's not. It's but you can. I mean, you can fry them. You can bake them. You know, you can steam them. Like, it just depends on, like, me, I like regular potato. This is how I grew up with, with my Polish friends and how they, they prepare Your them. Skis. I like preparing them. Yeah. yeah um, Lavar Arrington ski. You know, yeah. I like That'd to. That would be a badass to, name, too. Lavarski. Lavar. Lavar. I mean, Arrington's yeah. a good name, but Arrington ski hey, would my, also be a good name. By the well, way, you we know, had to drop the ski just to make sure we, we, we fit in, you know, when we got to America. You if, know, that, if you that just, was just kind of how you we flopped, did it, you know? If you flopped your names and went Arrington Lavarski, that yeah. sound, that's a legitimate Polish name, Arrington Lavarski. I wonder if there's an actual I kind of think Lebarski. that's kind of dope, actually. Yeah. I, I yeah, think I that's like a that. new, and I think that's a new product on our T-shirt line. <laughs> you know what else? I, I also think that is now, that is the name when you check into hotels, buddy. Arrington that's, Lebarski. That's your new, that's your new, uh, a new alias, huh? <laughs> wait, yeah. Wait, you're Arrington Lavarski? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you Damn. talking to? You talking to your ass. Man. Uh, yeah, I like I like to steam them in onions, like with butter, butter and onions, and and you you like you simmer them on and then steam them on on top of the the you know your your stove. That's that's they come out pretty good, man. They Wait, are pretty is, good. Is the meat wagon a big pierogi guy? I mean, maybe he could chime in on this at some point, or is he not? Uh, is that a part of the diet? Um, I don't, I don't know that that's part of the diet. He probably had him at some point in time in his life, but I'm, I'm not sure the uh, that ski. Which this actually brings to like this question. I mean, Lavar, you grew up around them. You're talking yeah. about how you pr- like to prepare them. Yeah. Did the progies not make it out to the West Coast? Uh, I've made progi progi uh, since I've been out here. But I'm saying, are there yeah. not many progi shops around there? I don't, I don't, I don't hear of progies out here. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Those empanadas, not progies, though. Yeah, see that it's that's an evolution because it's not it's they're not it's kind of weird because the the they kind of look exactly the same. A pierogi kind of looks the same as an empanada. I love how we chose. In sing- fact, if you if you fried the pierogi, it would probably <laughs> it would come out like an empanada. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I just I love how we chose Cinco de Mayo Cinco to break down mile. pierogies. Like that was, <laughs> feels appropriate for for what we do on this show. It's not our fault. I mean, you picked the article. 
with Peter Skaronsky. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm just, you know. I, what a name. I, it's a, a great name. name. It's a strong name. Should have, been a, name. should have been a Chicago Bear, but of course. Hey, <laughs> Why would you do right. that? We, we found out now we've got Arrington Lavarsky. Yes, we yeah. do. Gosh, Love me some awesome Arrington Lavarsky. You got two awesome names, man. Yeah. Think how cool that is, Lavar. I mean, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Arrington Lavarsky is pretty, I mean, that's pretty fly. I ain't going to lie. Coming up next, we are going to take a closer look at things in the world of sports and beyond this weekend. It's another edition of Over-Unders right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo, of course you know us as the host of the number one rated Paulie and Tony Fusco show. World renowned. We all know you're sick and tired of these stupid sports shows where the hosts say stupid things like Tom Brady's the GOAT or LeBron James is good at basketball, which he is clearly not. See, we give you smart takes. Yeah. And we also bring on so-called famous guests from across the sports world and show them why we know much more than they do. You're off! the show are you serious listen to the Polly and tony fusco show on the iHeartRadio radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts welcome to 500 greatest songs a podcast based on rolling stones hugely popular influential and sometimes controversial list i'm britney spanos and i'm rob sheffield we're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great from classics like fleetwood max dreams to the ronettes be my baby and modern day classics like the killer's mr brightside listen to rolling stones 500 greatest songs on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts there's plenty to celebrate in march and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, 10 minutes from now here from the TireRack.com studios. It was one of the great stories in the NFL over the past couple of months. We will hear from one party heavily involved in the discussion. That'll be yours here 10 minutes from now. Before we get to another edition of Over-Unders, though, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle RV 
boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lying, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. All right, lead the lap. What do we got? Guys, just a very quick recap of last week. Uh, Jonas and Labar, you guys were both correct that Will Levis would be drafted ahead of Hooker and that the over would hit between the Memphis Showboats and the Houston Gamblers. And lastly, for the win, Jonas, you did correctly predict that the Warriors-Kings would go to Game 7. So, Jonas, you took last week's round. Serio. 3-2. Yeah. Good job. That's done. Well done. Yeah, that's how it's done. Why don't we, and that was the first uh, week of the regular season, so now we continue on here in the regular season. Everything before that was exhibition. That's not great. true. Not right, true at all, but we, we can go on to next week. So that we'll start with Canelo Alvarez versus John Ryder in Mexico. Rounds in this match, eight and a half. In Jalisco, Guadalajara. Under. I'll take the under. Under. He wants to put on a show. That's right. Fighting back in the motherland. That's right. After a yeah. long time oh away. Gosh. Yeah, it's Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. The Mayo way. The I'm going to take the over. <laughs> I'm going to take the over. Uh, all right, Lee, what do we got? From boxing to UFC 288, Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo. Rounds in this match, four and a half. What a great fight. Brady was telling me about this earlier. I'm going to yeah. take the under. I'll take the over. I'm going to take the over. <laughs> Pretty oh, durable, sorry. guys. Did I step on you there, Jonas? That's all right. Yeah, that's oh. all, it's all good. Lee, did I say the over? The over is what I said. As well, I'm just Lee. gonna ride Brady on this one. Yeah, I'll mark you guys down as over. Sure you are, okay. fellas. On to the Kentucky Derby. We've got a few over unders on this one. Number of the winning horse at the Kentucky Derby, not over under, but even or odd. Even, even, even. odd, <sighs> even, even. I'm gonna go with odd, Lee. Yeah, that makes sense. We're gonna call you even. Lavar, <laughs> you took odd, right? Yeah. All right. But what about number of horses that are going to die the rest of the weekend? Even. The number is even. Right now, it's over the three and a half that was said at the beginning of the week. Guys, number of words in the name of the winning horse, one and a half. This is interesting. Say that again. Number of words in the name of the winning horse, one and a half. Over. Oh, man. I'll take the under. Um, gosh. Forte's the favorite. I'm going to say the under. All right. Interesting. Last one, fellas. Number of Mexican beers LeVar has today. At a half. Over. 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 I'm going to take the under. No, nope. I don't buy it. Over. LeVar, don't lie to us, LeVar. You're going to go to that Mexican spot near your house, and you're going to yeah. see one of those ice-cold Modelos, and you're not going to be able to resist. Or get one of those margarita. Uh, I might go to that spot beers. out near my daughter's uh, school in Ontario. That Now, I might do that today. Yeah. Yeah. might happen. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.